So, Georgia, you were saying you wish the Betsy character had been drawn out a little bit more? Yeah, because her character, you didn't know her as well as uh, Travis and all these other characters in the movie. I mean, you had more background on them. Mm -hmm. and But Betsy was, um, it could have been, I think we could have found out a little bit more about her and her background. All we know is like, you know, he, Travis says the magic words to her, I think, that really was like a hook. He said, I know you're a lonely person like me, aren't you? Mm -hmm. You know, and I think when he said that on the very first time that they got together, I think that's what made her decide to come back and date him a second time. Mm -hmm. But because you could tell the uh, fulfilling relationship with the Albert Brooks character, it wasn't quite, it wasn't no. too fulfilling. Mm -mm. And, you know, her being in this job that she has working on the um, campaign, mm -hmm. Ah, she was not, you didn't see like any passion in that job. Right. So she's kind of like, you know, tossing around, trying to figure out like a little bit about herself, but you don't know much about her. She right. just says, well, she's from upstate. And I'm going, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and th that was to me, one of the things about the movie that I wish had been brought out a little bit more about her character Right. Because um, I we, felt we, like the other ones were, they, he just spent more time on them. You, you felt you knew the characters better. Mm -hmm. I felt like, no. <laughs> and guys, we are, we just started jumping right into it, but we wanted to talk more about Sybil Shepherd's character, um, Betsy. We just did Taxi Driver, our full on um, review and critique, but we cut it short because we didn't want it to run too long so now we're talking about the female uh lead in taxi driver 1976's uh taxi driver scorsese and de niro and we want to talk about sybil shepherd so i totally agree with you i'm gonna tell you i'm glad they didn't say too much about her because i think they wanted betsy to have a mystique i think they wanted betsy to betsy to represent the typical New York girl that that song by I think their name was Odyssey. You're a native New York girl, and um, you know how she gets in a cab, and maybe I'll put some of that music in the in a, a clip or something. And um, you don't need nobody to open a door for you, even though people open doors for Betsy because she's really pretty and feminine and what have you. But um, do you do you get what I'm saying? I think they wanted to have a mystique, or you don't think. You don't see that. I can totally see your point of view, Maura, because, you know, she's ethereal. She's kind yeah. of like the unattainable. Well, he said he, no one can touch her. Yeah. Yeah. In his journal. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad they didn't flesh her out too much <clears throat> or, the, or the way we thought she should be fleshed out. Um, and so let's go back to when we first see her and with Albert Brooks, because like I said, she's pretty and of course all any man you know, who would, who likes that type would go after her. What did you think about Travis Bickle approaching her? Should he have approached her? You know, a part of me thinks, no, that it could never have been, you know, a very lengthy relationship. But on the other hand, because he was so lonely and I felt like he needed to be able to connect with somebody that could have maybe helped him. Mm-hmm. So much. If he had had another person who could have listened to him and understood him, I, I think that 
that would have been such a good thing for him to have in his life because it was so missing. He didn't have connection with anybody at well, all, except for the cabbies a little bit, a little, but it was very superficial. His, you know, talking to the cabbies, you mm-hmm. know, there wasn't, there was a little bit of camaraderie, but nothing that was, that was satisfying to him or helped him. Really. But what about her specifically? Should knowing what we know about Travis Bickle, should he have approached Betsy or that a Betsy type should he have approached her or should he let me just say this should he have approached another woman another type of woman a a, a Betsy tier tier two tier three tier five Betsy if you will should he have a did he have I I don't want to say this but um did he have a right to approach Betsy certainly Okay. However, was she way out of his league? Oh, yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I felt like she was way out of his league. Why did you think Um, that? Because you can tell he's not very educated or probably interested in a lot of the same things that she's interested in. Mm -hmm. Um, She uh, seemed to me to have um, very different interests. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it might, it would have only been short term at the longest. I didn't see that there was potential for a long-term relationship. Okay. Um, I, so I was surprised when he did, in a way I thought, well, good for you. I'm glad you had the boldness to approach her. Mm-hmm. But by the same token, I thought, ah, they're not going to get real far <laughs> <laughs> because you've got to be able to bring a little bit more to it. Yeah. Um, did you like Betsy? Yes, I did. Overall, I did. I didn't expect to like her, but I mm-hmm. did like her. Okay. Yeah. Um. I didn't have it against her, and I didn't like her or dislike her. I think she was a device in the plot to represent uh females and womanhood and femininity. Um. How women were of that time and and their place in society because we know this is um on the cusp of the. Uh, sexual revolution and women's rights and everything like that. Um, And that's why I think Betsy was all women. Um, And and now I will say this. I don't think he had a right to go up. Well, you you got a right to go up to anybody you want, I guess, in a general sense. There's no law against it. But how delusional he must have been because he like like we were saying earlier, and like Betsy said, he's a walking contradiction. You're an incel, or you're a loner, and you're lonely. But yet, there's this part of you that felt you, and I think a delusional part, delusional part, could go up to this queen, if you will, this angel, this ethereal woman with her alabaster skin and golden hair, and go up to her, and ask him for a day and kudos to him i'm with you kudos he did it but you first of all sir you're insane whether you know it or not you're a bum (laughs) you have no real money and you know with women we tend to like them things (laughs) we tend to like some of them things and all the opposite of those things so i he didn't he doesn't have he doesn't have a right nor does any man in that age group, because they were in their twenties, they were probably in the same age group. Had have any right? My opinion, and men, you are very uh, it's okay. You 
perfectly all fine if you want to disagree with me please do it constructively and respectfully if you want to disagree with me um no no man has a right to do that so and i like how they put that in there because to me they left that to the audience to to come up with that um and so you mentioned albert uh, what, what do you think about what i just said i'm sorry Gosh, Moya, yeah, I could I could see your point of view on that. Um, yeah, I mean, he has the right to do it, but, you know, you're right. We women want a little bit more in the relationship. You know, what can you bring to it? Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, I mean, it, you're, you're right. He didn't have anything beyond like the little bit of money he made from his, um, right. from his taxi driving. Right. And you can tell, like, what other interests did he have? They I mean, had nothing what, in common. Zero in common. Yeah, they didn't have anything in common. Right. And I was thinking, yeah, they're not going to go that far, even if he didn't take her that unfortunate choice of venues on the second date. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And then then we saw him uh, reacting horribly when it things didn't go his way, So, which is very, very, very realistic as well. Um, and, and let me just say this conversely. No woman who she ain't got herself together, so to speak. You know, she got a lot of baggage, whatever. Just make out of that what you want. And because, ladies, I don't want you, you welcome to disagree with me respectfully. But, you know, you don't have it. So how dare you demand this six-figure man and we getting into, you know, the what they call the, um, oh, I forget the term. But anyway, the high-value man. You know, how dare you expect this man, if he's up on a certain tier level and you got a lot of baggage emotionally and physically, if you will, you know, maybe some kids and some debt. How dare you? Are you overweight? You know, so there's there's different variables of the same type of coin. You know, how dare you expect um to go up there? Now, um, go up to that man. Um, and Albert Brooks' character was so funny. He was trying so hard. And he couldn't have been, girl, he had no game. Because anytime a lunatic off the street could pick up Betsy, Albert Brooks had no game, right? His character? <laughs> no, didn't have any. <laughs> Nothing. Now, uh, now and, and look, he had zero game because he, uh, he, he didn't, uh, she couldn't even be scared into Albert Brooks' arms, you know, uh, after, uh, Travis came to her job and, you know, you know, caused a scene. She was, so she, he has zero game. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about Betsy a little bit, what you thought about her character. Um, and it, you know, how, how do you, how did you feel about her character? I did not bring this up. Um, but another Scorsese and De Niro collab in the late seventies, early eighties was the King of comedy. And we got to do that one. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't, okay. but I would love to see yeah, that. Yeah, please one. put that on our list because there are so there are so many juxtapositions. People talk about the Joker, the recent Joker movie. I think De Niro was in that one. I, I, I'm almost certain. And correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. But there's so many similarities. Falling down and um, even American X and uh, so to speak, and um, Christian Bale when he was in the the machinist, this loner trope, and this these people going to these extremes. I mean, I I, I love all these movies. They're really depressing. Something wrong with me. Why do I like all these? Movies? I haven't seen a joke or the, the the latest one. I'm supposed to see it. Just never got around to. It. Yep. I'm. I wherever I've been, what's wrong with me? I agree. Cause I'm a, I I like Joaquin Phoenix's work. But anyway, um, but the king of comedy, girl, we have to see that. So it's almost like the bizarro Rupert Pupkin 
is almost like I don't I'm I keep I say it's not the antithesis of um of Travis Bickle. I almost said a, the bizarro of Travis Bickle, but let me just say that if you want to do <laughs> the it's, I don't know if Scorsese I haven't researched it did it on purpose, but it's almost like the comedic turn, total cartoon comedic turn if you will, but still very dark of Taxi Driver. And there's so and there's some similarities because Rupert Pupkin tries to reach for that star because Shelley Taylor Hack from um, Charlie's Angels fame she replaced uh, Kate Smith Kate Jackson I'm sorry um, for that one season she's in that so she's the Betsy character if you will a little older because Ru because now Travis Bickle is older even though it's not Travis Bickle so when we do the King of Comedy. Uh, we got you. Can, you're gonna see a lot of compassion. It's in New York as well, and then you can see how New York has changed. It's cleaner, so I love how I don't know if he did that on purpose, Scorsese, but um, I kept thinking, say, oh man, uh, this has a lot of remind me a lot of King of New York. But I'll leave the final thoughts with you, Georgia. Again, I just I want to talk about Betsy, and, and remember back to Tax Driver when she rejected him. Travis said, you know, he was going on his diatribe and, you know, the, the voiceover, and he was like, you know, as he like, writing this in the journal, but he was saying, I just realized she's just like the others. What did you think about when he said that? It was kind of chilling in a way mm -hmm. when he said that. It kind of made me freeze in my tracks. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, because I thought, you know, he he first, you know, thought that she was so special at the beginning, you know, right. she was just, just an angel. Like she was, yeah, she was like an angel to him. Right. And then he says, then she's kind of finds out she's got feet of clay. She's just like the others. <laughs> I thought, oh, you know, just like she's all, you know, right. Nothing special, but she feels like she's high and mighty and above everybody. And, and, um, but she wasn't. I, I didn't find Betsy was like that because, girl, as soon as I saw Travis Bickle, I'd have been no, no security, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought to myself, oh, that, oh boy. Yeah, I thought I, I was about to watch a train wreck in slow motion. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> right. Oh, he's going to get shot down. Yeah, right. Have you, ever, have you ever gone out or, or, or gave a Travis Bickle, if you will, uh, a chance that you can recommend? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, um, not exactly. I, I think I've gone out um, with people who aren't like maybe, um, oh, you know, like classically, maybe, yeah. you know, like the ladies man. Right. But I'll tell you one one thing if it, about this movie that kind of chilled me a little bit was when I was in college, there was this real kind of like pushy, dominating, real macho guy who wanted to go out with me. And I said from the very beginning, no, not interested. Why? Why? Mm -hmm. Sorry, not interested. You know, mm -hmm. I see he was a friend. Not, and he got really angry with me. Wow. And, you know, I mean, it was a little bit scary for a while. Mm -hmm. And um, so this movie kind of made me think like, oh, no, is this going to happen? It kind of scared me a little bit because yeah. I thought, oh, no, is he going to like, is she going to become the target? You know, me not having seen this movie before, it made me a little bit anxious because I didn't know right. how he was going to treat Betsy after that point because I realized that really um, negative experience I had when I was in college mm. like, about like not wanting to go with somebody and they were mm -hmm. interested in me, but I didn't have the same feelings about them. Okay. Oh, wow. So got, got a little triggeration right there. That 
Yeah, that's, a little triggeration, just a bit, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, wow, that's that's so interesting. Um, and I was about to make another point um when you were when you were saying that, um about about that. And, you know, of course he was pedestalizing her um as well. Um oh gosh, it, it all, I almost said it because we, we talked about the incel part of it. And then we, um, and hopefully it'll, it'll come back to me. I should have wrote it down, um, what I want to say. But there was another point about the movie. Um, yes. Did you think any anyone in this movie, did you get a vibe of toxic masculinity or misogyny or just whatever buzzwords that did, did any, any of that come to mind or it's just it was just it was what it was to be perfectly honest i didn't really view it in terms of toxic masculinity mm -hmm. uh, i looked it's really more it was what it was and i thought to myself you know how many times have i gone out to like target shooting and practice you know where i shoot a, the silhouette mm -hmm. of a man mm -hmm. and it's just strict I, I, but i it never occurs to me that i would you know go after somebody and, mm -hmm. and and try and, you know, commit acts of violence. You know, I don't, right. I don't think of it that way. You know, I think there's a lot of uh, veterans, women and men, both mm -hmm. where we look at this movie and I don't think it is being toxic masculinity that you, um, you know, embrace um, like, you know, ha owning or having a weapon. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think of it that way. Um, what about when he however, took her to the porno? Oh, go ahead. Finish your thought. I'm sorry. Uh, however, I, there was some things that did bother me somewhat is like, if you subsist on like daily watching pornos, what kind of a view are you going to have of women? Right. Because women are just going to be like a toy or a thing only mm -hmm. for your to abuse and abuse for your pleasure. You're not right. going to see them as a whole person. Right. And so I, I wondered how, you know, he could be so respectful and want to care for Iris, you know, after, mm -hmm. you know, he, he was feeding on a steady diet of every single day, you know, hanging out at porn houses and how he would view, you know, how he viewed Betsy. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. and then for him to say, I think what he was trying to do was, oh, I want to share with you something that I, you know, mm -hmm. not, not thinking far enough ahead. That was such a stupid move. Right. You know, not thinking far enough ahead to how a decent person would react to that. Right. That was just, that blew my mind. Well, like, yeah. what were you thinking? Right. That's why <laughs> I was Betsy said you, you are a contradiction that, YouTube channel, I think it's Swerve, had about him about being Travis Bickle as a contradiction. Because, and that's a brilliant point, what you said about juxtapose how I treated Betsy, how I treated Iris. Um, and you, you're right. And he, and he really was penalizing uh, Betsy and was treating her like an object. And of course, if she would have let him, they'd have had sex. And he probably have been horrible because, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I, I about say something real wild. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. You, he, she might have, might not been as bad as she thought, cause you know he was crazy. He was crazy, but anyway, you know he's, you know he had no boundaries. Let's put it like he may have not, but I don't know. But he was kind of a prude or some, some. He was a contradiction, but of course, yes, Iris, he, there was a prudish kind right. of aspect to him, which really blew my mind. Right, he but he looked at all that porn. Yeah, but like, and of course, Iris was a child, so he wouldn't have taken her to no porno, a porno no, or something like that. No. But no, but you're right. Um, and I, I, I agree with you. 
Now, because I think today if they tried to make this, they couldn't make it because they just would try to PC it too much. Um, you know, with the words and, you know, the violence, blah, 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 whatever. It just, it just would have been PC. Well, Travis Bickle would have been... Girl, I don't even want to think about what they did to that character. Or, or, uh, well, Jody, uh, uh, Betsy, not Betsy, Iris would have had to rescue his behind. You know, like <laughs> Give me a break. Give me a break. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I did not. What My point was, you know, I didn't see any toxic masculinity. Even when he took her to the porno movie. You know, people say, oh, that's just men. They're this guy was out of touch. He was an insomniac. He yeah. had PTSD. He was a loner. He had very little to, uh, in, to any interaction with women on any meaningful le level, like you said in our other video. So he he, the, he had no self-awareness. Let's talk about that. He There yeah. was a line of lack of self-awareness. Because he said it when they left... The movie, the, the porno movie, he was like, well, I'll take you where you want to go. He said, I don't know what girls like. He said, I really don't. So, like I said, I just felt so sorry for him. And so I think, I wanted to bring this up in our other video, but uh, really, really punching the gut, sad movie. The Heart is a Lonely Hunter starring, um, he plays a... Alan Arkin? That's it. Have you seen it? that? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Have you seen uh, years that? and years ago when I was yes. a little kid yes. and that movie oh my gosh. just Girl. hit me so hard and right. made me just I, I think I cried at the end of it oh, as a little kid when I saw goodness. it. I Yeah. I saw oh that as an adult God. years ago. But juxtapose those two, those lone that loner trope and this loner trope and how they act out and stuff. Um it, 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 I think it's a good comparison and contrast. Guys, this was like a little bonus um for us. Um at the after the show, after the show, if you will. Um, Georgia, if there's anything else, I'm gonna close us out. Anything else you wanna talk about with from from a female point of view? Um with with Betsy and such. Oh goodness. I, I you know, I think this was probably one of Sybil Shepherd's better roles, yeah. to be perfectly honest. I've seen her in a couple other things, mm -hmm. and I think that uh Actually, she did a pretty credible job. Yeah, um, people to do tend much, to want to criticize be her because they think if you're, yeah. you know, if you're, if you look like a model that you can't act. But I think she yeah. actually uh, did a pretty good job in this role. And um, oh goodness gracious! But I was a little surprised, and at the end, her kind mm -hmm. of way she looked at Travis now, oh, you know, after all yes. he's been through. Girl, I was very surprised. But I'm going to say it for the men. Now, that is a typical woman because yeah. she wouldn't have peed on him if he was on fire after. And then for, <laughs> for right cause, you know, take me to a porno movie and, you know, bruh, please, you know. Um, but after what happened and how she, she changed up, so we don't want to give too much away, but that's a typical woman. So this movie was, you know, this movie, it was so brutally, it was so raw. It was like looking at a documentary, wasn't it? Yeah. A, a, a docudrama, if you will. Yeah, I have to give it that. You yeah. know, I, I, it was. There was just so much that was so raw and real about it. You're right, Moya, it really was. Right. So kudos to Scorsese and De Niro and the rest of the crew. One of my 
uh, I hadn't thought about in a while, and we had, we've been having this on our list, and we finally got around to it. But I, I, I easily one of my favorite. 70s uh that genre movie the loner trope and that's but it, this isn't the the crown jewels this isn't the um mount rushmore of top-notch 70 films because you got the godfather and like i said rocky you got um oh what is it the one the movie um with gene hackman and popeye Doyle. i can't remember what the name of it the is first connection. yeah all those movies so i i love those type of movies gritty crime dramas and thrill i love that kind of stuff so to me all those that's that's like in the top 10 and the Rushmore of great 70s filmmaking. But that's it, guys. Um, Georgia, is there anything else before we get out of here for the show after the show? Just one little thought I want to leave y'all with. Okay, how hard must it have been, you know, for a young Jodie Foster when she finds out that this crazed guy who's trying to imitate the character in the movie decides to try mm. to assassinate the president. And then he tries to like lay it at her feet, like, like a right. trophy for her. How must that have felt for her at the time? I wondered about that. Mm -hmm. And then I wondered about how it affected her, her later on about right. the way she viewed men. And I'll just leave it there. Yes, ma'am. I'm so glad you were on perfect, 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 perfect. But shout out to her. She's a twice Academy Award winner. Probably should have three or four but um she should have got something for this too i don't know if she she might have been nominated i don't know but anyway she was nominated oh, and wonderful. she is a towering talent she is she is and i love she's so low-key um she's in something right now and oh it escapes me um i almost said it oh gosh she's in something right now um but she minds her but she's she directs um she she minds her business she does her job and then she bounces you know and i and i appreciate her for that um but anyway guys thank you so much for the show after the show hopefully we'll do some more of these um but you know we just i, I want to we didn't get around to it in the original video and so i but i totally want to talk about betsy's character see you next time guys i'm moya and i'm georgia and, and yes <clears throat> Just, it said Georgia. She said Georgia because it skipped. It sounded like you were. I was chicka, 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 doing a remix or something like that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we thank you guys so much. How Betty Davis saved my life. Taxi driver, the Betsy, the Betsy moments. You guys take care. We'll see you next time. <laughs>